Welcome to the 3-Putt Golf Pod. I'm your host, Logan Robbins, and today we're going to review a golf course through the eyes of common golfers. Enjoy the show, and don't 3-Putt. Welcome to the 3-Putt Golf Pod. I'm your host, Joe Costello. Me and Ty are back again, playing a little more golf. We finally found one of the days that's not been raining down in this area in North Carolina. Uh, so we played Oyster Bay Golf Links. So like I said, I've got Ty here. How you doing, bud? Doing good, buddy. Glad to talk a little golf. Um, it's about the last time I could even think about golf was every day since. Yeah, it's been pretty depressing down here. I mean, I think it's the best day I've had weather-wise has been today, and it's been you know, soggy, wet outside, and I can't see the sun. And that's been the best day in the last month. So we're getting uh, typical uh, coastal February weather here. So we're trying to get in the rounds of golf when we can. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about Oyster Bay today. So uh, it's a relatively old course uh, for the courses in the area down towards Myrtle Beach. Um, voted 1983 Golf Digest Resort Course of the Year. I'm not sure I would consider this resort wow. course. We're talking, we're throwing it back. Yeah, way back. I'm not sure I'd consider a resort course, uh, maybe like a housing community course, uh, something like that. Um, but I think back in the day, it was pretty um, highly regarded when it was uh, first opened. Um, they call it a rare, harmonious blend of the penal, heroic, and strategic philosophies of golf course architecture. Uh, we'll unpack that later. Uh, designed by uh, Dan Maples, who also did a course in Sea Trails, I believe, uh, which is right at the street, uh, right outside Sunset Beach area. Uh, I don't think I'd play that one, Ty. You might have. Um, but overall, pretty fun course. Um, they like to say they have severe marsh-oriented holes. They do have two island greens, uh, par threes, one short, one long. Um, freshwater lakes, they've got tons of long holes, especially playing from the tips in the winter like we did. Um, and you really got to hit a bunch of different shots. Um, Overall, I enjoyed it. Um, so, Ty, uh, what did you think about the uh, clubhouse practice facilities and that kind of deal once you showed up? Um, yeah, um, definitely an old, old clubhouse and everything, but pretty, pretty big size. You can, I, I can, when you said resort, it kind of reminds me of like a resort clubhouse, big dining area, big like, it's definitely built for, they had a whole bunch of stuff in the pro shop at one point. I mean, they, that pro shop, I don't have any square footage of it. I mean, they're not even using probably half of it. Um, but cool place, uh, cool bar. Everybody was nice in there. The The range was pr- kind of good, except for the guy that tried to steal my balls in the morning. If you remember that, that was a great, that just started my day great right, downhill from there. But um, good size driving range, putting grain, um, really anything you anything you want. Uh, like you said, it's a lot of housing community. Um, so and you have definitely some retired people go out there and hit some balls and all that good stuff. Um, golf carts are actually really nice those are like brand new um but so no you can't you can't complain there um had really all the amenities you want and i think they do probably some packages i think i remember some people say because that's part of that legends program you like play golf and they usually have deals like you can get lunch and two beers and stuff like that so um pretty good deals especially if you're out of town yeah those golf carts had some cork to them Uh, let's say they're they're fairly new um, but yeah, I got the same feel from the clubhouse. It definitely felt like uh, an 80s kind of clubhouse, very spread out. Um, pro shop was huge, but blended into the dining room. I think they stopped doing this deal um, since coronavirus and, you know, everyone's taking a hit. Um, not so much golf courses, but in general, people aren't giving as many deals anymore. 
Um, but I think back in last time I played, you, you paid like 45 bucks and you got lunch and two beers or like a breakfast buffet and two beers. That's I mean, pretty good. 45 though. bucks for this layout. I mean, that's a no brainer. It's a great deal. Even if the course isn't in a hundred percent great shape in the winter. Um, I like the practice facility. Uh, Ty had a little <laughs> argument with a guy trying to steal his golf balls. I'm, I'm sitting there hitting balls, not paying attention. And I just hear, a, um, sir, uh, guy just stole my whole bag of balls. Just stole them all. Just like, yeah, I'm going to hit these. Yeah. Right next to Ty as he was about to eat a biscuit, about to start hitting like, uh, interesting, very interesting. Um, practice green. Uh, I'm sure it, it's fine. Uh, they didn't have any holes in that day. I'm not sure why. So I just, I had a random range ball I found. I threw it to a bunch of different places, hit putts. Um, so I mean, that was fine. Um, so yeah, overall it's, it's kind of a cool little, like we said, I wouldn't call it resort course, but it's kind of like an intimate neighborhood setting, um, where you have tons of houses, um, all over the place in there, but they really don't infringe on the golf. I mean, you see them, but you're not worried about hitting homes like you were at, like when we played Compass Point. I mean, they're definitely a part of the community, but they're not really in play. Um, yeah, that's good. That sense. That's a good point. Yeah, like, especially in the background, you see a ton of them, but I mean, you're never worried about hitting one of them. I mean, yeah. I think the closest we came to a house was like we were teeing off on the back nine and there was a guy in his backyard kind of watching us behind the tee box. Uh, other than that, I mean, it's a lot of houses, but nothing. Nothing that was like encroaching on your uh, enjoyment of the golf course. Um, so all that being said, we'll go into uh, the front nine. So, Ty, what'd you think? Uh, give me, you know, what holes you like, what holes you didn't, your overall experience, uh, maybe the conditions we kind of played it in. Uh, like we said, we just played it in early February. Um, so um, tell me a little bit about that. Um, yeah, not as much water on this front nine. Um, you get a little bit of water. Um, I guess on the first hole and the third hole, really. But I mean, they really don't come into play, especially in the first one, unless you just blow, decide to hit a driver straight ahead. But um, definitely get a lot more water on that bat nine. But obviously, we played it. Um, as everyone knows, it's we played it after it rained. Shocker, we played one day it wasn't raining. And it was, it was definitely fairly wet. It's definitely on, uh, it's definitely on a marshy inland, I guess, piece of property. A lot of low line area, low line areas, um, but the court it was wet. But you, they had a lot of holes. I think we only had three holes where it was cars on path though. Uh, definitely played long, extremely long for me. I mean, some of these, and then we just realized it was it was a par seven. You said, yeah. So I I never just really thought about it. we were playing a match, so I wasn't really worried about what I was shooting or you know anything like that. And I just was looking at the scorecard. I was like, wow, that's a par seventy. So we played yeah. it from the tips, which is sixty seven hundred, which is nothing crazy. Um, no, you wouldn't think that's normal. That's fine. Yeah, but it's, it's windy, wet, and a par 70. So it was probably really, you know, part, it was a par 72 in that conditions. It's probably playing like 7,200 yards. Yeah, it was a, it was a bear. Like, then like hole one's a good introduction. I, I've maybe played this course a long time ago, but I didn't really remember any of the holes. Like, hole one's a good little short. You can have hybrid, or you can get really risky if you go left. But then you get, and the hole two wasn't bad. It was really wet though, so it kind of played longer. Then you get the hole three. I mean, hole three, you got a green they use over. I mean, you got to hit a drive about, I don't know, 270, 280 down a little, I guess not a little, um, little shoot right there. Wet fairway. The fairways were wet. So the ball wasn't getting any run out. This hole definitely used to play shorter. They have, I guess, if you look at go straight, like 45 degrees left. 
And they used to have a, they used to have, I guess, another green over there with a pin on it, um, straight over some water. Kind of cool look of it. They definitely let it grow up. If you look on look on their website, hole number three, you can definitely tell that's different with unique holes. But I guess they got, I don't know, they just got tired of using two greens. Who knows? But it's a bear of a hole. I think it's four sixty. Um, definitely one of, I guess, more of the unique holes. Um, Joe, and I'll tell you about, I'll let you go over our experiences on the par threes we have. It's very interesting. Never in my life I've seen it before. Um, but what hole I did like was uh, hole number five, the par five. You had straight marsh up the right. You got some good strategic bunkers kind of in the center, center right. I guess the center right. And you have trees lined up the whole left. Great. You got a, you could go for it if you get really aggressive here with a nice, nice shot. You got two bunkers surrounding it. it kind of looks like a little triangle green and uh definitely risk reward you have a good spot for a layup to hit a wedge in be a 120 yard shot uh definitely gonna have some birdies on this hole green's not too crazy but definitely a good risk reward hole which i like to see out of par fives you can go for it but if you're left you're screwed if you're right you're in the marsh um but you can also have a wedge in there and try to throw something tight um then hole number um also number seven, I like. One, I guess, kind of a sh shorter par four, but not really. But it was all about the gr crazy green complexes. I mean, I think we had one, the other guy in a group putted it off the green. Uh, just crazy green. The guy heckling us while we were putting. Watched all of us. I think we all three putted, uh, which, got, which was kind of funny. But pretty pretty fun hole right there. I like to see a little bit more character. Um, even though this course is very low line, at least the front nine, I think it did have some Good ungulation, not all dog legs, had some marsh area, had some waste bunkers. Run up. I feel like you're not playing the same hole twice, at least on the front nine. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons I like this course so much is kind of the variety you get. Um, I mean, it just you didn't talk about it too much, but just number one, I mean, you're uh, depending on where you're playing the tips, um, where you're playing you know, up two or three tee boxes, you hit anything from two to 250 yards, and it's almost a straight L to the left. So, I mean, you can hit something, you know, long iron out in the middle. You can try to cover the corner. You can even try to bomb whatever the trees at the green. I wouldn't recommend it, but um, <laughs> it's just a very unique hole to start. And then you go to almost a dead straight par four with some bunkering. Um, so it's, it's very diverse, I would say, in the type of uh, architecture they've got going on here. Uh, Ty, like you said, number three, I think this is a big... I'd like to know why they don't use that green anymore, uh, the double green on three. I would have to imagine it's because they don't want to maintain it and, you know, finances, that kind of deal. It's not been in use for a long time. I mean, I, I can't – I'm not sure I've ever played this course with it in use. Um, and I've probably been playing this course for, I don't know, five, six, seven years um, growing up. Uh, and, and also on that left, if you use that, the tees we played, I mean, you would have to absolutely bomb one. I mean, you you were the only one in the group to even cover the corner – all three of us, we all hit solid, good drives, and we didn't even have an angle to hit the green. I would have to hit like a 30-yard hook to even hit the green completely surrounded by water. So I think maybe they wanted to play – they couldn't really – they maybe just wanted to have those tees in that location because it pretty much makes it impossible with those tees unless you unless you move the tee boxes up. And or I mean, most people are not going to even go for that green from where your tee balls are coming in from. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think why I said it was kind of disappointing, I think they could have made this hole really interesting um, from a strategic point. 
where if you want to use that left green, maybe you, you know, we're playing the tip. So maybe we're teeing off a tee box up, but we're going to the left green. So not only are we going to hit it a little farther, but you have to keep it down the right side because if you're not and you're on the left, you might, you might have to hit like a 20 yard punch to give yourself an angle. Whereas if you're using the green that goes down the middle, maybe you move the tees back and you just go straight down the middle and make someone hit a long narrow tee shot. Um, so I think there's a lot of strategic value on that hole. That's like really interesting. And I would love to play that hole to that left green um, at and, some point. You know, but, it could be really cool. Not, I mean, I'm not the, I'm not an architect by any means, but if you, I think if you made this hole a short par four, make it, make it literally drivable. If you also brought in that other green too, and then make the green very, I guess, very narrow from, I guess, left to right, very, very wide that way. So if you're coming in, if you hit a shorter club, you, it's going to be almost impossible to hit. But if you take take driver into the, I guess, the longer fairway, I mean, it's just kind of you're having the same club in, even if you play it short, but you have such a better angle. That I thought would be like something really cool, like if you interpret it that way. But in, if you wanted to use that green straight ahead, you got water on the left. People go for a driver. All you do is miss a little bit for left. You're in the water, kind of risk reward. I thought that would be kind of cool. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, and, you know, for like I said, for whatever reason, they're not maintaining that thing anymore. I think um, they're just using it as well, pretty much every golf course or most golf courses have an extra green on property in case there's any damage, which we're paying <laughs> towards, um, any damage on any of the greens. So they basically just cut a segment out of that green and uh, stitch it into wherever the damage was, which brings me to the next uh, par three we had. Hold number four. Hold number four. Um, I mean, there's nothing. I wouldn't be talking about this hole if it wasn't for the incident we had. Um, just pretty much uh, straight up the hill. We played it from about a buck ninety. I think we played it like two or five, a little into the wind, a little uphill. Um, so I mean, it's it's substantial par four from the tips. Um, interesting green. I mean, they're all pretty interesting. I'll talk about that when I wrap up the course. Um, but we're, we pull to the tee, all four of us, and we're shooting a yardage and just you know drinking a beer real quick and you know hanging out. And we see from the par three that's um, to the left of us. Um, number eight, this kid drives a cart all the way across into the par three green, parks it on the fringe, blocking the view of the flag to us on our hole. Apparently, he shanked his ball over there, steps up on the green we're about to hit to, takes what I would just a, a tour level dollar bill divot <laughs> out, of, out of the green we are about to play to. And we all just look at each other. It's like, did that just really happen? Um, one thing you run into when you play courses, I'm laughing about it now. I was not laughing about it at the time. Um, but one thing you get into, you get a lot of people that are from out of town on vacation. Maybe they do play golf. Maybe they don't. Um, etiquette's not at a strong point. And I mean, I, I got pretty pissed and I yelled. I think I yelled something to the kid. I was like, get the blank off our green, blah, blah, blah. Um, no, I mean, you just take care. I mean, no one does. I mean, you if you don't if you don't know that. I mean, if you're just that little much of a shithead, you don't need to be out there. I mean, yeah. I think it was a, I think it was a, like a younger, not maybe not younger kid, like high school kid maybe. And it's his like, I would have to imagine like a dad and a friend or a dad and an uncle were on the green and just not paying attention to what the kids doing. Just ultimate disrespect of a golf course. I mean, it's those greens. I mean, we're not playing at a, you know, a top 100 course, but even those greens are unbelievably expensive just only to put in, but to maintain. It's, it was, it was a tough, tough look. And we get up there and sure enough, there's a gash, like a dollar bill 
size divot out of the green. Um, so that was kind of a tough way to start the day. Uh, kind of some bad juju. Um, ended up topping my next tee shot because I was so rattled about it. Um, had to rely on tie on that one. Uh, but moving on from that, um, it's the par five Ty was talking about across the water. Visually, it's just a really cool tee shot. I mean, you have all the world to your right um, in the marsh. Uh, lots of bunkers, so you got to kind of pick your line. Trees to the left. Just a very interesting shot. You can get the green in two if you really bust one. Um, like I said, I top one off the tees. I was in my pocket reeling about what just happened. Uh, so let Ty handle that hole. Um, from there, uh, the next par three, nothing crazy. I really like the seventh hole like you talked about. Uh, not just because of the green. I think it's interesting strategic-wise because I think I hit like a 250-yard club. Anything past that, you go down a hill to the left towards water. So it's like a short to medium length par uh, four. So you can hit something longer. Um, but if you do, you're going to have a weird like side slope. You could run out in the water and you're going to have an uphill shot to a really uh, crazy green. Um, so you got the choice whether you do that or kind of lay something back to like 230, 240, 250 and have, you know, a 150, 160 club in on a flat lie versus kind of a weird lie from like 80 yards. So I thought that's kind of interesting. Um, that's about all I have um, for the front. Uh, when I first looked at the scorecard, um, since we played the course, I was like, all right, let's see what, what kind of like holes am I thinking I'm going to birdie? I'm like, all right, one, one's doable. And after that, I was like, this, uh, it's a pretty hard nine. Um, I don't Fair. think you're really getting any birdie holes until a couple holes into the back nine. I mean, like I said, we got some par fives, which are birdie holes, but, you know, narrow tee shots, lots of water. Um, it's just, it's, it's a fun layout, but it's not easy by any means. Um, you got to hit a lot of different shots. If you're not close to the pin, I mean, you're always in danger of three putting. Um, so very fun front nine. Um, so from there, we're going to move it to the back. So yeah, Ty, I'm going to go back to you. Uh, same kind of deal. What'd you think? Yeah, definitely. Um, you get 10, 10, 11, 12, kind of, they're, they're pretty tough holes. 10 is a hell of a long part four. And, uh, 11, about pretty much the same. This I think it's 10 yards longer, long part four to elevated green. Uh, but definitely this, this golf course, all its pictures and everything are, from 13 and after, in my opinion, um, you got a lot more water. Marsh comes into play, uh, especially 15, 16, 17 right there. I mean, 13 is a cool hole. I mean, it's almost drivable if you, if you, for the longer hitters, huge. I mean, you don't have to hit it probably 200 yards and give you 100 yards in. Um, but straight water on the right, elevated maybe 20 yards, maybe. Um, Pretty tough, pretty tough hole though. I mean, you can definitely get some bad locations. Huge bunker on the front, which will just—I mean—you're going to have to hit a unbelievable sand shot if you get stuck in that thing. Um, it's so elevated. Uh, but 15, a complete part island, part three. Well, I would say a complete island, part three. Almost an island, part three. Um, we played it from. I think you're, two missing, you're missing 14, the par uh, par five. What about it? Oh, are you just skipping and going to 15? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. 14 is a par five, too. It's got water yeah, right I, in the front. I'll talk about 14. I thought you were just uh, missing it. No, it was just 15. That I mean, we played it from 210, wind into us. There. I, I think, would you hit? Absolute bear. You hit like a, you hit, so would you say, hit 240 club? Uh, I, I played about, about 230. I absolutely hit the <laughs> best four iron I've ever hit. I was pin, I missed a green left. I was pin high, but it was, 
I mean, yeah. If well, you just there, this is definitely one of their signature holes. You're going, they're going to show you right here. Unbelievable how hard this is. And if you're anywhere left of it, you're on a huge hill and chipping back down to the green, which is almost impossible. To, I mean, doesn't that doesn't help at all either? And then 16. I mean, <laughs> 470, all water on the right. Island fair, well, pretty much island fairway. You got trees and nowhere good left, and you got complete water. Really skinny fairway too. Hit it back over some more water. Um, I mean, it's just a bear. I mean, those those holes will. I'm sure there's some old guy that swims around in his scuba gear and just takes golf balls all day. Just takes golf balls, and then, I mean, you got 17 is their complete island green, and I didn't really remember this hole at all, so I don't. Even, how long it was I played this I mean it's pretty crazy I mean it's got the oyster shells all around surrounding the green you, you get no bailout area you get like two small bunkers to the right but you, you you're hit either hit the green from about 170 yards um or you're you're off I mean and if you it's a little bit downhill too so I mean if you don't hit a shot with some decent spin for some high handicap players that ball is going to hit the green and see you run all right off the green I mean you got to hit a consistent good golf shot. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you say your favorite hole is, but um, seventeen just having that island, that island green was really cool. You can definitely see some pictures out there. They got those probably the flowers are blooming and stuff like that, and people are traveling packages. This is definitely a hole people are going to remember. Um, just a really, really cool, really cool hole in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's all well said. Um, so. Yeah, we made the turn, and um, 10's a cool little par four. Uh, the green on 10 is just just, just stupid. Um, oh, I forgot about that, in, yeah. In a, in a good way. I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying anything bad about the architect. Um, it's a two-shelved green, and when I say two-shelved, if you are on the top shelf, you will not, you can't putt to the bottom without almost putting off the green. I mean, it's like a, I mean, I don't know, 50 degree slope down the hill. It's, it's literally dead downhill. You might as well just throw your ball down the cliff. And we were both up there. And we were both up there. Uh, <laughs> I missed the green right and tried to, I was like, oh, I'm going to have some fun and try to throw. It's just a thing, theme of mine. I like trying to use the slopes and not pulling it off. Uh, try to hit a chip and up, up top. And luckily we both two putted. I'm not, I have no idea how. Uh, it's absolutely crazy. I wish I would have got a better picture of that. Um, so it's a tough little hole to start. And then number 11, it's just a, you know, a decently long 450, par four, dead down the gut, trees left, trees right, just got to hit a good drive. Uh, so nothing crazy. Uh, 12, it's a short par four with a, a fun little green. I mean, it's short, but you still got to hit a good tee shot, so you're not really guaranteed anything on the solo even though it's short. So it's kind of like a boring intro to me. Um, and then I think I looked at, Ty, I know you have played it before, but haven't played in a long time, and the two other guys we played with have never played it before. Uh, they're from out of town. Uh, and I just looked at them. I was like, all right, now is where we have some fun. Um, the stretch 13 through 17 might be my favorite stretch I've played in golf, uh, potentially. Um, I know, Ty, you've played a lot more notable courses than I have, so you've probably played some better stretches. But especially in the Myrtle Beach area, I mean, this stretch is crazy. Um, no, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. I mean, if you definitely haven't played this course before, you're like, you, it's just everything just wide open. You're like, my God, this is, I mean, this is pretty, it's pretty fun. Even if you're, even if you're not hitting the ball well, it, you, that's, I think what makes these holes so good. I think you still enjoy the holes, even if you're not hitting good golf shots. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I got, I think I pretty much got all of my pictures um, on this stretch uh, that I'll sh uh, share with you guys on Instagram. Um, there's just water everywhere. I mean, every shot you hit, you have to think through just exactly where you want to be. Wind is whipping off the intercoastal and in Sunset Beach. Um, I mean, it's it's just unreal. Uh, but yeah, they're like Ty said, 13, an uphill drivable par four. If you bail out right, there's water. If you bail out left, I mean, there's some trees. There's a huge bunker in front of the green that if you in that, I mean, par is going to be a good score, even if you're in that bunker from your drive. Um, and then 14 is a pretty narrow par five with a tree dead in the middle of the fairway. <laughs> it's almost like Pebble Beach, the, the hole at Pebble Beach we were just watching where we saw, uh, what's his name, Tom Hoagie get a ball stuck in the tree and Speed's caddy. Uh, Greller. Find it. <laughs> Shout out to Greller, MVP. Uh, Bear grills off the tree. Yeah, straight down the road. <laughs> I promise you, if I had hit into this tree, I would not have been climbing it, not after the multiple motor lights we had. Um, so, yeah, you either try to hit over that tree, hit left of it or right of it. So even though it's a par five, it's a super intimidating tee shot, at least I think. Um, and then from there, you're hitting over a decent little, I don't know, call it 30-yard stretch of water um, to the green. The green's nothing crazy. It's just back to front pretty much, um, surrounded by bunkers. And then from there, you get a 15, like Ty said, just maybe their signature hole. Eh, the next three are kind of their signature holes. But it's just an absolute monster. I mean, we – I remember driving and I parked the cart and Ty goes, what are you doing? I'm like, the tee box is over here. Two ten out to our left over the biggest segment of water. I mean, if you play it, you know, from up tees, you can be hitting like a 150, 160 yard shot to the right. But I mean, we were like, no, we're going way left. It gives you a different angle. You got a well, couple bunker on that angle. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just looking right here. It's like, yeah, the tip's 210. I'm just the tip's you know, way the, back. The white's 135. <laughs> One tee box up, <laughs> you get a seventy-yard difference. Tips are way back there. <laughs> couldn't find. I know there's land right there in between there. You could. You just couldn't find a somewhere in between the whites and the blues. Seventy yards. Couldn't do it. Um, the green's nothing crazy on this one, which is on purpose. If you hit this green, you deserve to have a relatively straightforward birdie putt. Um, and then Ty said sixteen. Island fairway almost. Um, I think this might be one of the more difficult holes that I can think of right now. There's some at Tidewater um, that are equally tough, but I think this one, I mean, you got to hit a perfect tee shot. And then after that tee shot to an island fairway, you got to cover more water to a narrow green surrounded by bunkers that has a lot of pitch to it. Um, so a very difficult hole. I mean, it's, it's 470. It's not like a little 400, 350 yard hole. Um, so you really have to hit one straight and then really hit a good iron shot, um, which was tough to do that day because it was, I mean, soaking wet out there and chunking an iron was pretty easy. Um, from there, you've got the Island Green 17. I mean, it's got sawgrass um, looks to it. Obviously, sawgrass is, you know, much more important, notable course, but I mean, it's a very similar setting. Um, you've got the tees back there. You go up to the left to get to the Island Green. So it's pretty much the same hole. Um, just a slightly different shape green, um, maybe even a little smaller green. And like Ty said, it's it's not like it's an island green, but if you miss the green, you're just in the rough. It's If you miss this green, nine times out of ten, you're going to be in the water and dropping and hoping, you know, make bogey or double bogey, which is a really cool thing to have on 17 where, you know, you have some bets on the line and that kind of deal. Um, I, think we, I think we lost our match on 16 against these guys, and we <laughs> – we all just started throwing down balls in 17 and just, I think we all hit like two or three each. It was just kind of fun to do. 
uh, definitely a hole to do it on. Um, my one complaint is 18 for me is kind of a letdown. Yeah. Uh, not that it's a bad hole. It's just like after that stretch of those five holes in a row where it's tons of water, tons of wind, just interesting shots. It's like, all right, now we got like a pretty straight par four and that little shot of the green. It's like, I mean, they, I'm not saying they could have done anything different, but it's just kind yeah. of They used their best locations at spot and then had to make one more hole to get back to the clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely right about that. I feel like if they could have somehow figured out a way to make 17-18, even if you got a couple-minute drive to the clubhouse, I think might have been worth it. But, you know. I, I mean, they, they, I mean, they might have been screwed, and it's also probably a very expensive piece of property. And they, when they sold, built this place, they could sell. Those houses to the left are probably the the nicest houses, but they're also, like, they look over this, like, pond, and that also looks – into the intercoastal waterway, which is a really pretty view, pretty sunset. They, it's saying if they did, could they had that piece of property finished right there in that pretty good sized pond right there in the background, it probably wouldn't have been a, for a better looking green finished with some water in the background. But that's also, like I said, the most expensive piece of property prop on that golf course probably. Yeah, I would have to imagine. So like I said, it's just kind of nitpicking in a perfect world. I think ending on 17 would be I mean, just imagine that it's the last hole you're around and you got to try to hit an island green from what we played 170. It's um, pretty big ask, especially after a long day of golf and beer and whatever other activities you partake in. Um, so, yeah, that's the back nine. Um, a lot to digest here. Like I said, this is one of my favorite layouts um, in the area from Wilmington to uh, Pauly's Island where we played Caledonia. Um so, yeah, Ty, give me your overall thoughts. Um, you know, anything you think about this place? Would you come back? Anything about the conditions? Uh, you know, that kind of deal that we normally do. Yeah, I think um, I'd definitely come back out here. Um, I mean, a lot of the courses around here are kind of blend together for me. Um, you're definitely a handful. People ask, because um, I live down here, hey, what course would you go play? What uh, What's playing good right now? Um I definitely put this on the, on the list up there. Um, if you're like this Brunswick County area, um, the Ocean Isle, Sunset Beach, Holden Beach kind of area, if you're trying to play something close without going all the way into Myrtle Beach and stuff like that. The layout's really good. I think it's very, very underrated layout. Um, it's this, uh, condition-wise, um, you, I mean, it's not the most expensive place, uh, so that's always good. Great price point. I can't – we play – uh, I can't remember what it was. 30 something, 35, 40 bucks, maybe 35, 40 bucks. Yeah. So um, my, my buddy had a, that came in from out of town, had some sort of coupon for 35. They originally were going to charge us like 45 as a local rate. I don't yeah. know if we charge out of town gas, so I would imagine 60 something. But I mean, even at 60, maybe right now with the condition, it wouldn't be worth it. But I mean, 60 in peak summer condition, that'd be absolutely worth it. Yeah, I'd like to get back to that course if it ever quits raining this month. Um, last two months, and I thought like, yeah, I mean, it's one of these courses down here. I like to play it definitely more when it gets dried out a little bit. You can play it. Uh, this kind of ball runs out a little bit more, uh, just a little bit not as wet, so it's kind of hard to say. But I can, you can tell they put some money into it and they keep it in good shape. Uh, the amount of rain we've had. And how the golf course, if, just to say there was only three holes carts on path, it's pretty impressive to me. I, mean, I was I was going into it 100% carts on path every single hole. It's going to be a long day. But um, very, I was impressed. Um, definitely golf course I'd like to go back to. 
Um, not the best around here, but I mean, you don't have to go play the best every single time. Uh, if you're short weekend, you just want to go hit, just play a quick 18 holes around the area. Um, definitely a handful I pick out here in Brother County. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think uh, I like what you said. It's, it's definitely not the best um, by any means. Um, but the layout for me is the most interesting. Um, and you have to hit the most amount of different golf shots. And there's just so many different holes out here. I think I think maybe we think one of the best courses that we have reviewed um, down that area is the Thistle, um, which it is. I mean, it's a great course. But I feel like around that place, you hit a lot of the same shots. It's a lot of pretty straight par fours. It's a lot of mid-length par threes. It's a lot of, a lot of the same. I think at Oyster Bay, it's every almost every hole you walk up to. It's like, all right, what do we got going on now? Um, if you told me this, like – was a Mike Strantz course, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I don't know Early you, Mike Strantz, like, just started yeah. his career. Did, he didn't want to go too far out there. Yeah, it's got very vague, like, not quite tobacco road, but very vague, like, Caledonia, true blue uh, feels to it. I mean, it's just very different, uh, visually intimidating, I think. And just a lot of just – you're just faced with a lot of stuff you don't see in a normal round of golf in a lot of places, um, which I just really enjoy. Um I think we played it in possibly the worst time of year to play it. Soaking wet, cold, um, really wasn't in great shape. Um, greens are slow. They rolled, they rolled fine. No bumps, anything like that. They were just kind of slow, which with a lot of rain, you're going to expect. Uh, fairways, uh, they opted, I thought it was funny, they opted against the overseed. Uh, a lot of courses <laughs> will uh, overseed with rye, so you don't have that brown fairway look and kind of distinguish between the green rye seed fairway and the rough. They thought, hey, let's uh, just spray paint the fairways blue green. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a uh, that was an interesting little. Term. Hey, it's an it's an artist's choice. I, I can't I can't knock it. Definitely budget friendly way to make the course look a little less brown. Um, didn't affect the way it played. It was just kind of a funny look to it. I must say. Um, so yeah, condition wasn't phenomenal, but I think the layout makes up for it at least in my mind. Um, so let's go into some ratings. Um, I'll uh I'll throw it over to you, Ty. First, I need to stew over my decision for a few more minutes. What do you no got? Problem. I'm gonna go with. I was kind of looking at some of those golf courses we rated. Uh, I think that well, the this was the highest we rated from the county. I'm just go. I like it better than Rivers Edge. This uh, layout's better than me. I'm gonna go with a six point nine. Six point nine. So that's slightly above the Rivers Edge we rated, which. I think it's fair. To me, they're fairly similar layouts, lots of water, lots of interesting carries. Greens are way better at Oyster Bay, I believe. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, so, yeah, I'll put you down for a 6 9. Um, yeah, speaking about those greens, uh, the slopes on those things are crazy. They were slow, but you still had a lot of really interesting putts, a lot of big breakers, downhills, uphills. You had to uh, count for the grain a lot. If they got those things quick, I mean, this course would be a nightmare. Uh, they're not big. They're super undulating. You cannot be above the hole um, pretty much, especially if you're shipping. Um, some of the more interesting greens, I think, in the area. I, I even like them better than Thistle. Thistles run better by far. They're in better condition. But I think the actual complexes and slopes, uh, to me, are much more interesting. Um, I'm going to go as high as a 7.4. Um, and if it was in good shape, I'd put it at an 8. Um, I just – for something about – I just love the layout of this place. 
um, especially that back nine. It's so much fun, um, just visually too. It's it's a very cool setting for a golf course. Um, so yeah, I think that's all we've got. Um, any more closing remarks? Any other thoughts you've got? Um, I think that's about it. Don't take don't take giant divots on part threes off of the green, or just don't hit the green or drive onto the green in general. Please don't. Anywhere you do, if you see someone, you shouldn't be friends with them probably. And also just, I don't care if you're a narc, just call their ass out. I don't care. This is, that's not, not okay. I know what you're thinking. Is it just not okay to do it at Oyster Bay? No, it's not okay to do it anywhere. If you're on a green, take it the hell off and hit it somewhere else. Don't be like Gary Woodland and, uh, and win a US Open by doing it. Um, so yeah, I think that's all we've got. Um, I don't know what we're going to be doing golf wise lately. Like we said, the weather down here is terrible. Um, I've got a tournament to play in next Monday. Potentially I might bring someone in to review that. Um, we will see. I know Ty's going out of bald head. Um, hopefully the weather's good for him. And then our other buddy, Logan, Logan Robbins, which you guys haven't heard from for a bit. Uh, he's going to be going on a golf trip with a few buddies that we do not know. Um, but I think they're going to be doing a few reviews for us, hopefully. So we're potentially going to have a lot of content from a certain area in North Carolina, and um, we're hoping that works out. All right, Ty, I think that's about all we got tonight. So uh, cheers. Good deal, brother. Talk to you. Welcome to the Three Putt Golf Pod. I'm your host, Logan Robbins, and today we're going to review a golf course through the eyes of common golfers. Enjoy the show and don't three putt.